everyone. I'm Larissa Russell of Creative You, and I'm your host of the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Here's where we talk about the connection between creativity and healing by interviewing amazing creatives, spectacular healers, and inspiring people who have used creativity in their healing. What does it mean to be creative? What is creativity? You don't have to write a best-selling book or paint a masterpiece or even play in a rock band. Creativity is in everything that we do, in the ways we think, in the way we run a business, in our everyday lives, we are creative all the time. Let's talk about how we are creative and how creativity helps us heal mentally, physically, and emotionally, right now on the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Hi everyone, I'm Larissa Russell from Creative You, and welcome to the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Today I have with me Consi Sindet. Consi was one of our presenters for the Loving Healing Creating Summit that we ran in February, and we absolutely loved having her. You can still get access to that summit at www.creativeu.ca. So Consi is a mixed media artist who's often, whose work often includes some form of doodling. She has been an artist for as long as she can remember and has done everything from teaching decorative painting, selling at craft shows, painting murals, to face and body painting in Hannah Art. She discovered the world of art journaling in 2014 and jumped right in. Fancy offers online classes and creative inspiration on her website, Atop Serenity Hill. She believes that we should never stop learning and tries to be creative on a daily basis to support that belief. So welcome, Kansi. Oh, thank you, Larissa. Thank you for having me. Oh, yes. It's exciting. So, Kansi, can you please share some of your story and your path that's brought you here? Uh, sure. Um, I, like I said, I'm and my, as you said in my bio, I've always been creative. I took art classes all through school, did graphic design in college, decided that was definitely not for me. Advertising is not my world. Um, and I have, you know, done so many different things with crafts and craft shows and then started discovering teaching art. So I taught art for a very long time, um, mostly toll painting, um, decorative painting. And then you know, just kept going. Face painting became a way in 2008 when the economy tanked to switch gears. And um, so I did a lot of that. And, and, you know, children never seem to not have something to do. So the parents were always paying for that part. And then once um, I discovered art journaling, which was through the Documented Life Project, mm -hmm. um, that just was like, wow, so you don't have to paint on things anymore. You can just paint in a book. And if it stinks, you just turn the page. And, you know, and it, it just was a lot of freedom from teaching projects and selling at craft shows and, and that sort of thing. It's probably why I liked face painting because I painted a face and it got washed and it, it was never permanent. And I think that's the impermanence and the not perfection of it has what has influenced me. But you know, now I'm back to teaching. I didn't teach for a very long time. I got very burned out. And um, 2008, we'll have done that to many people. And, um, and so I started doing online classes again within the last three years. And that's where I'm seeing myself going. Yeah, yeah. I love the online world because you get to meet people from all over the world. Right? Yes. Like, yes. I really love that part. I'm new to online, but I've been teaching like for 30 years yeah. or more, actually. And so <laughs> let's not go there. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> but the online world has opened up so many new possibilities. And I just love that. So Oh, I, I agree. Cause that's what, like I, 
like you, we ta taught in person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the ladies that came to my classes, because it was mostly women, um, were all local to me. I mean, within the state, within the county, like, you know, within my town. So the fact that, like, my last online class that I put out, um, I offered a free gift if people would post a project and things, and I sent one to Italy. So I was like, yeah, like, I would never have met that woman ever if it hadn't been for doing it online. So exactly. Yeah, it's so exciting. So what does healing with creativity mean to you? Um, I would say a lot about just allowing your emotions to come out. Um, for me, because I'm an art journaler, mixed media, art journaling being my medium, I guess, mm -hmm. um, is allowing that to come out and you're, you're, you can process through the page. Just sometimes it's just about playing. It's about being angry and just slapping paint down and, you know, just using it with no end. Like I, I do think it's really important to be about the process. Like, you know, the page could be the ugliest thing ever, but maybe what it needed to be ugly because what you were feeling was ugly and that sort of thing. So just work it out in the, work it out in the paint the collage, the stamps, whatever it is that you like to do, just work it out there and literally turn the page and start again. So, yeah, I do. I do love that about art journaling is that, you know, if you don't like this one, you just turn the page mm -hmm. and it is a great way to work out all your different emotions. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So do you think there's a driving force that inspires you? Um, I would say, uh, I thought about this and I was like, my inability to quit. I, I've tried. I've actually thought many times. <laughs> like my husband's like, why don't you just like do it for fun? Why don't you just, and every time I try, the ideas flow faster. And like, I, I just don't know, well, I don't know how to quit with life in general. So that's, that's something about me as a person, but I, I just can't, I don't know how to, I just, I can't. I just, that's the, I think that's the driving force is I don't know how to quit. I might rail at the world and like, oh, this stinks. Oh. And then I'm like, oh, fabulous. Oh, I wonder what would happen if, and then I'm back in the studio. So I would say that I just don't know how to shut it off. And that's not yeah. a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it's not a bad thing, but I yeah. do understand it. Yeah. <laughs> 30 plus years of, you know, teaching art and creativity. I, I, totally understand that because there are times when I, I go away from it and then it's like, nope, we got to do that again. So, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, and I even thought when I stopped teaching, it felt like a quitting, mm -hmm. but then, cause I didn't do a lot of, I, I don't know, let's go with real art. Haha. <laughs> um, but art that I was used to doing, I didn't do that for years, but I was, painting faces and body painting. And I was like, oh, really body painting is just mural painting on a person. You know, it's the same. I was doing the same thing. All I switched was my surface. Right. You know, I went from pieces, like, you know, whatever I was, wine glasses, that kind of stuff. That was stuff I was selling to the human form. Like that was my human canvas. And then, you know, I stopped doing a lot of that and, and went back and this time, the books and paper became my surface. So I don't think like a weird ways I felt like I quit, but what I was doing was just quitting a style or quitting a type of painting or, or 
but I always, the creativity never stopped ever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I totally understand that. So how has a past pain informed your life purpose? Um, I think that you're just always like, I'm always learning about whatever happens. I just want to learn more about it for myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm an enormous self-help book junkie. Um, I'm a reader, crazy reader anyway, a lot of fiction, but I always find myself coming back every once in a while to some kind of self-help book um, because I just feel like we can always learn from everything that's happened in our life. Um, I'm one of those people that actually says, I, I literally don't feel like I have a regret in my life because I feel like if I regretted something that happened, bad, good, anything, that then what's happening now doesn't, is not, I'm not acknowledging what it did with now. So, cause everything that's happened has brought me here to the moment talking to you. So why would I regret something? Because it has informed who I am today. So I guess, you know, like, what, what does it, I don't know. I, I guess that's just keep learning, like whatever past pain, what can I learn from it? How can I not do that again? <laughs> if it was a mistake I managed to create on my own. Yeah. Um, if it was something someone did to me, what did I learn from it? How can I maybe catch it the next time, stop it, put up boundaries, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So, no, that's good. That's good. I'm sure I've answered that question. Exactly. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. Everybody has a different way of answering and that's yeah. the right way, right? Your way is okay. the right way. So, yeah, it's fine. Um, so what is your favorite creative healing modality? Uh, pretty much, well, art journaling would be one, obviously. Um, yoga and meditation. Yoga, without a doubt. Um, there's times I've, I've um, injured myself and haven't been able to do it. And it has been, I think devastating is a very large word, but <laughs> it's been very hard not to do it. And it is, I don't care how bad a day I've had. If I go and I'm on the yoga mat in a class, it always brings me back and makes me feel better. Um, and I discovered meditation maybe a couple years ago and got more into it in the last year or so. So between, you know, the art and yoga and meditation and a little bit of journaling. I am not a dear diary person by any stretch of the imagination, but I certainly can throw up on a page very well. Um, so I would say those are probably what I am drawn to the most right now. Yeah. Yeah. I know I've meditation has been fair. I'd say probably three years or so for me as well. You know, tried it many times yeah. when I was younger, wasn't able, but <laughs> Now it's like such a part of my day in my life. It's mm -hmm. so necessary. Yeah. yeah. And I've tried both the um, silent meditation. I did that for a long time and I was okay with that. But I found recently that I started using the 10% Happier app and they have a section where you just click on it every day and it's random. It's just, mm -hmm. a, they just pick it for you, whatever topic, it just shows up. And that has been awesome. And so they're guided meditations and that's been it's just been a little less monkey minding <laughs> as they like to say. Yeah. So it's, yeah, the guided ones have been good. Always, you know, the ones you need always find you when, when you need them. So. Yes. I'm actually, I, I typically use guided mm -hmm. and um, more recently I've tried to do more silent. I'm up to three whole minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then 
I, my mind starts to go and I'm like, yeah. okay, okay. So but that's okay. I mean, that's the thing of increase it. Yeah. And that's, a, I mean, that's the thing about meditation is, I mean, even with the guided, I'm like, oh my God, I have no idea what they just said to me. Yeah. And you know, but that's the point. The point is that you always, as soon as you find yourself going as you know, I'm a big Dan Harris, 10% happier person. I love that man. And, you know, as he said, the win is finding out that you just lost yourself and coming back. So, you know, good for you finding the three minutes. That's good. <laughs> I'm quite proud of myself. I am yeah. trying to increase it, but I'm quite proud of myself. <laughs> ah, you do it to me. I'm like, did you sit down? Did you do a minute? Yay, you. Yeah. So, I yeah, mean, exactly. why force yourself to do 10 minutes when it would just make you annoyed? So... <laughs> And that's okay. not the idea no. of meditation. So no, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> no. So what is your greatest accomplishment to date? Um, okay, so I would say moving to South Carolina. Now, that doesn't sound like a huge thing, but um, I was born in Barbados. And so I, and I moved to New Jersey when I was 10. And so that's not, you know, when you're, that's your parents' biggest accomplishment, not mine. Um, but we, my husband and I lived in New Jersey. He was born there until three years ago and we needed to leave like just for financial reasons. New Jersey is very expensive and we picked South Carolina and we moved. We knew literally no one. Um, I didn't have a job. He's a web designer, so he brought his job with him. So that was our biggest thing to move here, buy a house, start from scratch, leave a very large um, friend base in New Jersey and start from scratch and just do it again. So, I mean, the good thing with the world of technology is that you never lose your friends behind, you know, you're not really ever leaving them behind, you know, FaceTime and, you know, is yeah, exactly. a very good invention. Um, but that was probably, I would say that was it, like just moving here and starting again and um, finding my way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah. yeah. And that is, that is a huge one. Moving, moving is a, one of those big life stressors. And then to move to a different state, uh, yeah. you know, that, that's, that's pretty big. So, yeah, I mean, it's totally, it's, you know, the South is a different culture in its own way, but um, we don't care. We, we love everything about everything. You know, we look, that's our thing. It's like learning new things and, and being in new places and, where we are is, is not super deep South. So that's, you know, it didn't feel like we left New Jersey completely behind. Right. Um, you know, you know, it, for many times we've had people come here and it even feels like parts of where we lived in New Jersey, you know, it looks similar, you know, without the big blizzards, we, we do get it cold, but we don't get the snow. Um, but it feels very similar. So it didn't feel like a huge shift, but, we do love it. Absolutely. Best decision we ever made. So. Excellent. Excellent. So if you could change one aspect of our society through your work, what would it be? Just be kind to each other. For goodness sakes. Why be mean? Less judgmental. And this is coming, I mean, this is me, you know, judging people is innate human quality. It is something I hate about us as people like we can't stop it it's our first 
judge is to judge someone, but how you react to it and how you change the story in your head is super, super important. So catching that judgment, which is where meditation comes in, um, you know, catching that judgment and turning it into a kindness. But I just don't, I just don't understand why you just can't be kind to the person. Like you don't know their story and you haven't lived their life and you haven't walked in their shoes. And until you know everything about them, which you never know about someone, just be kind. Just be kind. I love that one. I love it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it either. And I've had to catch myself with judgment. You know, yeah. we grew up in a very judgmental society. Yeah. And I've worked really hard on that. And I still, you know, catch myself. But I try to really think about the things that I've been through mm-hmm. and what people don't know about me. And then exactly. so what I don't know about them. So, yeah, I think it is so important. Yeah. It is. It is. So what inspirational advice would you give to someone who's struggling? First of all, here's my favorite thing to do. Spend 15 minutes railing at the world. Let it out. Because (laughs) you can't stop it. The anger, the upset, the pain. So I always just say, you know, just go ahead. Let it out. And then from there, you know, breathe. Know that you're not alone. Ask for help. Just ask for help. People, you'd be surprised who knows what you're going through? Because sometimes we all feel the, no one knows what I'm going through. No one's been there. And yes, I've never been in your exact shoes, but I certainly can feel that anger at a situation or the pain at a situation. And so sharing it is super, super, I think, important for everyone. Um, Sharing it with the right people is even more important. I mean, this is not like, you know, just go to the stranger on the street and start spewing your stuff. But you know, start with therapy or a friend who you know is not going to judge you or, or who will just listen. So to me, that's just knowing you're not alone. First, let it out and then just breathe. Take a step back. See if you can find one silver lining in it. And uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that is. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it, it, it's so true. Like, I have a really good friend base. And so I have those mm-hmm. people, but I am a huge proponent of therapy. I think everybody oh, yeah. in the world needs therapy. <laughs> oh, yes. I just started. And I was like, wow, I should have done this years ago. Because <laughs> I'm the same way. My friends are my therapy. Mm-hmm. Like when I need, to, I have two really good girlfriends who I can literally call and say, um, I need to vent. And that's all it is. Yeah. And, you know, it's not. Like I can at the end say I need the help with or whatever, but you know having that in your life is is really important. But not everybody has that. Yeah. So um, yeah, therapy, professional therapy. <laughs> it's also nice to have someone professional say you're not crazy. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> this is actually normal. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. I thought I was special. Yeah. <laughs> So do you have an inspirational quote that sums up your life journey? (laughs) That's a very large question. You know that, right? Um, I would say, I've thought about this and I kind of would say I have three and two are very similar, but one is be kind and smile. You know, just be kind and smile. If you smile at people, people will smile back. Mm -hmm. Some people will look at you like you're crazy but it doesn't matter. You will stop them in their tracks. And then two other ones were ones I got from yoga teachers were is um, ones, everything is temporary. Everything is perfect. And then the last one was love what comes, love what goes. 
And we used to have to do both of those as mantras in yoga as we were breathing. And so that's another thing like struggling and to stop and say, you know, everything is temporary, everything is perfect. And just doing it as a breathing exercise and as a meditation. Um, yeah. I would say those three tend to roll through my life the most. So they're good ones. So yeah. <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to add that we maybe didn't discuss today or anything you want to share with us? Um, not that I can think of off the top of my head. I'm, you know, just that if healing is a process, it's never, I don't know that anyone's ever fully healed from any pain because as you probably know, and I definitely know, they'll come back. It'll come back. It shows up in the silliest things. It'll come back and bite you in the butt. And you're like, huh, thought that was done. And so you're, I feel like you're just constantly processing the way you're constantly learning and just finding out new things. Your life shifts here, shifts there. And, you know, just always trying to find yourself back to center. That's, you know, and that's, to me, that's the art journaling and the yoga and the meditation is those are my things to constantly just, how do I bring it back to center? And then we start, start from there again. And then we work our way out and then you bring yourself back, work your way out, bring yourself back. So yeah. just constant movement. I always think of it as peeling away the layers of an onion, right? right. And you, you peel away and you peel away. And some of those layers get a little stuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Or they make you cry yeah, really hard. Cry. There's a few of those <laughs> in there too. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think that's, yeah. Just, and, and ask for help. Like if you need help, it's, it's important that you reach out and you'll find it, you know, just, you'll yeah. find it. And I think that's really important for people too. Yeah. And it took me a long time to recognize that I was not good at asking for help. Yeah. yeah. You know, I can do it. I got it. I can yep. do it. I'm then, fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're not fine. No. That's the thing. No. You've got to do it. You've just got yeah. to do it. And now that I've learned I can ask for help and, and people are there. What? Mm -hmm. You know, so that, that's huge. Yes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, Kelsey, I want to thank you so much for being here. And um, for our listeners, um, listen, uh, every, we're here every week, Wednesdays, and with somebody new every week. And in the meantime, I wish for you an amazingly creative day or a lot of days. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye.